Pod People. On today's episode of What Fresh Hell Is This? My cat has an Instagram right now, and if he becomes more popular than me, I'll kill him. And also, I have a very special friend on today's episode, Melissa Ong. We are going to be talking about trauma, processing it, and using it for comedy. We're going to talk about stimulants anime just being girlies and it's a new year we're in february now and all i gotta say is fuck new year's resolutions Ugh, christ what fresh hell is this Hello and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This with me, Stanzi Potenza. I hope that you have all been having a good week. Uh, something that happened to me this week is that, uh, well, actually, by the time you hear this, it's it's already been a while. He'll, he'll probably have so many more followers by then. Um, I, I started an Instagram for my cat, Banks. I'm sure some of you, at least some of you, must follow him right now. Uh, and I was actually pretty resistant to the idea of like starting a like a page for my pet because, uh, in my experience, like following uh, animal accounts and stuff. I mean, they always they and everyone everyone dies. Every all all of us die. And I don't like it when I follow an animal and then the animal fucking dies. Like I used to follow a bunch of rabbit accounts on Instagram because I like rabbits. And, you know, like they go a couple of months without posting and you're like, yeah, it's fucking dead. That's why you're not posting is because the your your pet is dead and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> so I, And I feel bad on following but also, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be there when the inevitable, like, Oh, well, we had to say goodbye to Mr. fucking Hopper or whatever the fuck you named it. Uh, he lived a good eight years and we're so sad to see him go. I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to. I don't like becoming emotionally invested in, uh, like, an animal that I don't fucking know. Uh, and but like that's what will happen. The the, the like the that's like the, you know you develop a parasocial relationship with a with an animal online, and now I have to grieve, even though like I had no skin in the game. I had I had nothing. I had no connection to the. So I, I just I don't like dealing with it. I don't like dealing with like uh, unnecessary emotions. All right. So anyway, <laughs> that's why I was resistant to making uh, an account for um, for Banks, but then. You know, the capitalist in me was like, mm, well, you can monetize this. And then I was like, oh, but and then the artist in me was like, you know, you can you can make an animal account funny. Right. Like, I've never seen like a really like I used to follow some that were like kind of stupid, like they like they would make they would type it like their like their dogs were talking in like baby speech. And I was kind of like, eh, that's kind of gross and cringe. But I'm like, oh, my God, I can make Binks like a like a shithead like influencer cat who's like kind of like a scumbag like I can make it funny and comedic and that'll that that you know that way like I don't have to be like wholesome about him and like ugh. so uh, that's what I'm doing now and it's you know right now he has almost 11,000 followers so I'm excited to see where his uh where his uh influencer career goes I think that yeah if you if you own a pet you know if you have a child um, my advice would just be, you know, exploit it and make as much 
money as possible. <laughs> and on that note, I have an amazing uh, guest on today. Uh, you know her. You love her. Uh, Chunky's Dead, a.k.a. Melissa Ong69420. She's an amazing person. You might know her from the Step Chickens, which was the cult that she started on TikTok and went viral. Or her new cult, the Clitorati. Or you might know her from some of the hilarious songs that she has done with Scumbag Dad. Uh, Drink it, smoke it, snort it, shoot it. Don't kill yourself, you're too sexy. (laughs) And just like, like 10 other amazing hits, you know, on that album. One of my closest friends, and I am so excited to welcome to the show, Melissa Ong. Not sure what to do, just consume. Melissa, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Hey. How how are you? Um, I'm feeling really mentally ill, actually. I love the honesty. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm actually in like a really bad place (laughs) in life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like sobbed for like like, like twenty minutes before we started recording because I was having like existential dread and I was like oh like we're all going to die and the planet is also like where like it's gonna get swallowed by the sun one day and there's just nothing we can do to stop it and then I finished putting my makeup on and then took uh, like I I was like I'm gonna take some shrooms to microdose on to like get me out of this mm-hmm. terrible headspace before I have you on the show but you know I'm I love that we're like in we're we're sharing similar energy right now yeah we're totally in sync it's like our periods are in sync but instead our neurons are firing the wrong way together well and yeah I, I just tweeted earlier I love starting the morning with a healthy balanced breakfast of caffeine a cigarette and 30 milligrams of Adderall uh, yeah yeah, I'm, yeah for me it's Ritalin right now that's my yeah because yeah. I told you I, I I said this before I, I defeated Concerta and now I I'm battling <laughs> Ritalin and then yeah, eventually yeah. I'll face the final boss which is Adderall Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like Pokemon. But I said this the other day uh, because you were you texted me and you said, um, I'm sorry for blowing up your phone. I'm uh, I'm manic right now. And I was like, I'm sorry for not responding. I'm depressed right now. And it was yeah. like, this is the opposite of when girls periods are synced up. Yeah, so I was just totally. waiting for us for like our our depressions to hit at the same time so we could be like (laughs) yeah well um here we are we're in sync um i was actually just venting to myself about existential dread last night while i was drinking and smoking (laughs) and snorting yes um it's almost like i wrote a song about that but uh that it's very akin to my lifestyle but i was just thinking i was like wow one of the most fucked up things about existential dread is that it's a privilege. <laughs> like, like it's so it's just like, wow, like it's the like it's a it is a privilege, right? Because it's like it you're not, um, you know, in like a life death scenario. You're just there alone with your own thoughts. And you're like, oh, cool. I'm not in this life death scenario. So now I can just suffer in a totally different way, in yeah. a more artistic, esoteric, brooding way. Yeah, that was my that was what I was thinking about earlier. I was like, you know what, like. The the reason that I'm so focused on like the existential like dread right now is because like things are going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, the, things are going pretty well. It's not like you don't have immediate issues, but it's, you know, right now, like 
you know, my I'm getting along with my family and like my fi- <laughs> my finances are all right and like my career is like in a better place than it's ever have been. So I've just been like, all right, yeah, like things are going pretty well. How but, can I make myself suffer? Yeah, like what what can I do that will like make me want to die? And thinking about, you know, the things that we don't have control over. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the fact that like we just don't know what happens when we all die. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what I'll focus on right now. Yeah. My greatest superpower is I can literally take any situation and make it a personal hell for myself. Like I can literally suffer under any circumstances, whether those these those be bad circumstances or good circumstances. It's like a really good trait to have. That's like one of the things I love most about you. Yeah, that's why so many people want to date me. They're just like, they're just like, hey, do you want to just have like a bad time? Do I you want to just you... have like the worst time ever. I love that you make me scared. <laughs> <laughs> I love I how like you... that you remind me of my mortality. <laughs> I love, you know what? I, what I love about you is that whenever I'm around you, I fear death. I feel so helpless around you. <laughs> <laughs> well this is great this is well you know when i when i uh i tweeted the other day i was like oh I'm, I'm starting to have guests on the show like who do you think the first guest is and i had a lot of people being like is it the drink it smoke it snort it shoot it girl but like i'm so glad that that's what i'm known for because honestly that is all that i am actually like my body i'm pretty sure is like made up of just remnants of drugs and coke zero i love that it's probably not unlike you know when when someone goes to france or something and they they go through the catacombs and they're able to see like all of the all of the history that was that was there all of the i just death. know that i just know that if um you know if there's like a zombie apocalypse and then everyone's just like eating each other and stuff that people are not gonna want to eat me because I'm not going to taste good. I'm going to taste bad because I fill my body with bad shit constantly. And the, and it's like, I kind of see it as like a, like, Oh, like you're about to take shrooms for the first time, but like the actual mushrooms, not the like LA pills that they have now Mm -hmm. where it's like, it's going to taste really bad, but it'll get you high. Like that's kind of how I imagine my corpse would be in that situation. They'd be like, Oh, her corpse, her body's going to taste really bad, but there's a lot of drugs in there and it'll probably get you high. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like, I love one of the things I love about you is that you have no nutritional value, (laughs) (laughs) but you will get me fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's actually amazing how I, I've survived this long having like never really consumed any nutrients like I people are like how do you survive and I'm like I literally just do like it's just it's just like all like powders and pills and liquids and music and stimulation like I am just a like I am literally just a stimmer. I think at the end of the day, I'm just a stimmer. Like I, I, w- I was at this party once and, you know, people are nice to me at parties because they like like me for some reason. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, are you stupid? Like, why do you like me? Um, like, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you okay? You know, when people follow me on Twitter, I'm just like, oh, like you're not doing well. <laughs> like, you're, oh, like, oh, like you're not okay. Like, I, I just know that none of my followers are okay. And like, that's why they're following me. Um, but this girl, at this party, she was just like, you know, remember Melissa, you are an ethereal being. And I was like, that is so nice of you to say. And maybe you're an ethereal being, but I am a meat sack trying to stim. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like I just, I just know I'm a sack of meat 
and and I stim. That's literally all I do. That's how, you know, it's like when people say your body is a temple, you know, my body is Chernobyl. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, my body is a nuclear wasteland combined with a haunted house, like combined with the like the ashes of the fallen after a mass genocide somewhere else. Yeah, my 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 body is like ground zero. It's like super bad for your lungs. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you'll you'll get a lot of health problems like way down the line like after everything. Yeah, the thing is I'm pretty sure I give off like a you know, people are like so into like oh, I give off this energy, I give off this vibe. I know I give off like a nuclear waste vibe <laughs> and so that anybody within a 10 mile radius of me is just getting cancer i i mean that's like why i was so drawn to you like i could feel my flesh melting off my body but like Mm -hmm. i personally like like that and you were like you know what i actually like i think i want to shorten my lifespan i should (laughs) hang out with melissa more we will be right back Do you think oh. it was the uh, trauma that made you funny or do you think that you were born funny and then your your trauma just sort of like drove your comedy in a different direction? I, de- I definitely think it, it was nature and nurture. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, I I think that I was always funny because that's what was I mean, people were laughing at me my whole life. Uh, um, <laughs> at yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, piano. People were laughing at me my whole life. And um, and now that I like do comedy as a profession, people are still laughing at me. So, yeah, yeah, you know, nothing's changed for me, too. I, I think that I uh, I think I was always funny. And then childhood trauma stuff, you know, it guides it. Like for me, I think it just it, it, it guided my comedy in just a darker direction naturally but i could see you definitely being like a funny kid yeah it's actually so funny how no one ever really recovers from their childhood (laughs) 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 it's so funny how no one just like no one recovers from their childhood ever. well so you uh you don't watch horror movies like you no because i don't need i'm already scared enough like well, I, yeah, don't yeah. Need to, I don't need to feel additional fear. That's addition. valid. Yeah, like I don't need to feel more fear. I already feel so much fear. It's not, it's like, it, it's it's kind of like, I'm really cold. Let me go step in a bathtub of ice. Oh, like, of course, what? yeah. No, I don't want to well, do that. So for, a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen Smile yet and wants to see Smile. Basically, like I saw that movie Smile, uh, like the horror movie that came out a few months, uh, like back in October or something. Uh, with my friend Roger, and we were like, oh, it's going to be silly and goofy, so we're just going to get, like, fucked up and then see it. But literally, the premise of that movie is essentially, like, you will never recover from your trauma. And so that movie ended, and I was like... <laughs> yeah. I was, like, tweaking out for, like, days after. I was like, okay, cool. Like, it was so yeah. bleak, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I think nobody... So when I first started watching Attack on Titan, here's how it was pitched to me. I think I told you this. So oh, yeah. how Attack on Titan was pitched to me was like, oh, yeah, it's like the new shonen fun anime. Like, they were like, oh, it's just like the new... An- it's like the new shonen, right? So it's like, oh, because, you know, when I was a kid, the the shonen was like, you know, One Piece, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, and then, and then you're like, oh, and then it becomes like Bleach or Hunter. So I just thought it was going to be one of those like typical, like fun, big shonen animes where it's like, where it's like the Dragon Ball Z Naruto thing, where it's like the good guy. And then, so that's how it was pitched to me. And then I started watching it 
and I kept watching and I was like, so when is this going to turn positive? When is this going to turn good? And then it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And it was just like tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy and like shocking horror. And I was just like, oh, so this isn't actually going to, oh, this is like, Oh, this is yeah. just bad. This is just and then, yeah. but then once you're, but then once you're once you're trapped in it, you're like, well, fuck, I I really need to see how this it's goes. The best, I it's really the need best to see how show. this goes. Yeah, yeah. It's like I love it. Obviously, I fucking Levi tattooed on my arm. Like I obviously love that uh, you know anime, but. I also started antidepressants after I finished <laughs> season three. I was like, yeah. I need a little, I was like, I little, I need a little pick me up after this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's very hard to watch. And it's bleak. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dark. Yeah. It's very, it's very bleak. And um, it's funny. Cause like Levi, that is like, I, I'll be like, I don't have a type. And I'm like, that's my type because I, so the, the type of guy that I've always been into in anime and I guess maybe in real life, who knows, but like, but particularly in anime, it's always like the, the black hair, dark, like really smart, really intelligent kind of brooding. So for example, yes. so it started off with like, um, so I was L in death note yeah that was like my first like huge big anime well actually no when i was a kid i was super into robin and from teen titans um oh that's valid yeah because he was like you know like as a kid watching teen titans i was like yeah i'm very into robin and i was just reading um i remember in high school like before because now it's so it's so because like now like fan fiction and anime is cool or whatever but when i was in high school it wasn't so i had to like pretend like i wasn't into it i was just hiding it yeah i was just like yeah i'm totally not searching like robin time starfire selecting mature <laughs> like smut erotica da, da, da. and um and i was just and i was just reading fucking like fucking teen titans fan fiction as a 14 year old me like this this is awesome (laughs) you loser (laughs) yeah and and then uh death note i started watching death note and i was like oh l i love l and death note that sort of like weird dark-haired smart like brooding creepy and then um watching naruto i was like wow shikamaru is my favorite character because he's also like the dark-haired smart like i'm just gonna use the power of my intelligence and shadows to manipulate the situation and then and then and then (laughs) then an attack on titan of course it's fucking levi and i was like okay i have a type it and it's this it's whatever whatever that is like that's my type my type in anime is basically just the main characters like hotter more charismatic mentor so like levi um gojo Gojo. and like jujutsu kaisen in in bungo stray dogs dazai Mm -hmm. yeah like it's just yeah it's like the it's the mentor characters like yeah i see the potential in this kid and uh like (laughs) stick with me kid i'll teach you my ways and then it's also like that particular character it's like oh that guy yeah he's the most powerful out of all of them like levi's like oh yeah he's killed like 40 titans this year alone and then like gojo being like oh he's got this like crazy power and then like dazai dazai has like his like own like weird power it's but the thing it's like it's like it's it's an ability like everyone else's but it's different like no one has his specific (laughs) ability (laughs) it's like oh he's so different and he's like not the main character he's but he's hotter and like more like charismatic oh yeah and i have i have a gojo and levi tattoo and with demon slayer i was like 
oh, I want like a Tengen like uh, tattoo. And I'm like, no, like I have to stop. I have to stop getting the main character's hotter, more charismatic mentor tattooed onto my body. <laughs> Where yeah, does it but, end? I mean, but I mean, sometimes it's if it's the only way you can come, I think that reason justifies anything, including crime. Like I think any. <laughs> No, literally, like I, like I have just like always. Sorry, been, officers. I was just trying to come. Let him go. <laughs> but but also, like it's not only that I was trying to come, but it's actually the only way I can come. It's just like yeah, I actually have a hyper specific kink that involves um, burning down an entire building full of innocent people, and that's just the only way I can come. Sorry, and it's if literally you say, the only way. If you if you try to argue against it, then you're kink shaming. Yeah, and, and that is criminal. And you're also racist and sexist, right? Yeah. Like, like I like literally <laughs> when when whenever so, like if I find someone attractive and they don't think they don't like me back, I'm just like, oh, so you're racist and sexist. Got it. Oh, like, so you, you literally think I'm, hate you hate me? Yeah, so you hate Asians. That's where I'm taking this. That's, I love doing that to people yeah. I love, uh, like manipulating mm-hmm. them and their feelings yeah. and stuff. Like, like you know, someone will like it'll be like my dad will say something to me, and he'll just be like, it'll, like it'll, a disagreement or something, or or just being like, we just have a different opinion on something. I'm like, oh, so you hate me, and mm-hmm. you wish yeah. I was never born, and you yeah. also think I'm ugly. I used yeah. to do that to my ex all the time. <laughs> I, I would he didn't like it, but I thought it was so funny. I'd be like <laughs> No, I love doing that to people I'm intimate with and, and people that I love. It's just uh it just feels so good to do. Yeah, I love so I love manipulating do. my loved ones <laughs> <laughs> and making them fear me. <laughs> so um speaking of you know being terrible human beings basically manipulating our loved ones um what are some other terrible things you're bringing into the new year so in 2023 i have always said i have no desire to be a good person like why do i have to do that like Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna be average i'm just gonna be lazy i'm just gonna be a liar i'm just gonna be violent i'm just going to um i'm just gonna be a sinner basically, because that's what I like to do. I love to sin. Um, And so I'm just going to keep doing more drugs and having more sex. Like I, like everyone's doing dry January Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't relate to that at all. Like I'm doing very wet January. I'm drinking and coming and crying all of January. I'm doing a drenched January. Oh, um, I, yeah. had, I had this video where I was like, I'm taking a break from drinking to focus on smoking. And then I was like, I'm actually taking a break from smoking to focus on drinking. And then I was like, you know, I'm taking a break from sobriety in general to focus on both drinking and smoking. And now my new thing in 2023 is I'm taking a break from fucking limiting myself. And so I'm going to drink and smoke and snort and come. Yeah, by the time that's that. First of all, I, I think that's really admirable um i hate thank when people, you i hate thank i hate when you. people start the new year off to being like they're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be sober good thing. and go to the gym like ew that's so unrelatable I'm get like, away no, from you're me not. you weird christian get away from me ew uh, stop trying to ew. better yourself <laughs> that's so annoying and weird of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like can you just can you just stay in hell with me please you know it's like i mean like we we do a new we have a new year Every year, every like, so I'm like, why, 
Why are we going to be like, mm, this year is going to be different and I'm going to start as soon as January hits, I'm going to do this one thing. Like, I, I'm like, you don't, there, there's just no reason. And like, I have so many friends that were doing like a dry January that were like, eh, I was going to do dry January. And I'm like, but why, you know, but why, unless you feel like you have a problem. Yeah, no, why? I, I accepted a very long time ago that. I am whatever this is, and it it is what it is. Like, I have no desire to try to change myself or better myself. I just think that I don't need to do that and that I can just continue to be a meat stack who loves to stim. I love that. And I, I think that there's, like, even a deeper message there, and this is kind of something I talk about with people all the time, is that, uh, like, I don't, I don't believe in the idea of people being good. You know, people yeah. there, you know, there's there's no such thing as a good person. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's almost like there's this thing called nuance. It's almost like people are complicated and that everything is morally gray and that there's good and bad in everyone and that it's not this linear like A to B, one, two, three thing that you see. But stupid people don't understand that. So. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Those idiots. Those but, idiots. you know, the thing about, you know, I think the when you get to a point where you can just accept yourself for who you are, flaws and all. I think that just makes you I think that is what makes you fundamentally a better person, because I think when people focus too much on being good, they um, are less willing to accept criticism because any sort of like criticism against that is then, you know, you're criticizing their character. And if they're a good person, like they, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear about like the ways in which they hurt you or hurt others or do something that's like not good because mm -hmm. they've already decided that they're a good person. I mean, it so just they're going to be combative. Yeah. And it, it just kind of demonstrates like a lack of self-awareness and a lack of understanding of the human condition and the human experience. Like essentially when you're doing that, you're just lying to yourself and to everybody else. Like you're not, you're not being honest. And in this world of like, weird fucked up chaotic shit i just i will always choose what's real over what is like fake and sounds better like i want to actually exist in reality i want something genuine i want what's real because that to me is not only more interesting but it is also not that bad right like like, obviously, it's really bad, but, you know, but when you actually accept reality and you accept things, it allows you to be like, yeah, there's all this really fucked up shit, but there's also a lot of good, beautiful, real shit, too. And you only really get to experience that if you accept the full spectrum. Like, I have... um I used to feel absolutely nothing. Like, I literally suppressed all of my emotions up until a couple years ago because I was just in that environment where I thought I had to suppress them. Um, and so I just was, I don't know. I just felt nothing. And now I'm in this thing where it's like, Oh my God, I feel everything. Yeah. And so, but, but I actually prefer this. Like I actually, like, I know that I can't feel, you know, extreme euphoria and joy and the feeling of inspiration and being touched and being loved, <laughs> being touched, um, <laughs> being touched. Um, I can't feel being molested unless I, okay, anyway, <laughs> I can't experience the joys of molestation unless, you know what I mean, of, unless I actually accept, you know, the parts that are sad and, and terrible. Like, I, yeah. Like I, for me personally, I just, I realized at a point like, oh, you can either decide between feeling everything or feeling nothing. Yeah. And I'm choosing to feel everything because I want to fucking come. 
Exactly. At yeah, the end of the day, the come. most important thing <laughs> is coming. Yeah, that is literally the most important thing is getting high and coming. <laughs> that, is so- a be- <laughs> that is a beautiful way, uh, I think, to end this yeah yeah let's finish it yeah it's a great it's a great way to finish yeah we're we're finishing right now (laughs) the the thing about me is i will always finish you know like so you you can go to a party you can be like hey this girl fucks but this girl finishes yeah yeah And and that's what we're doing right now right now we are finishing yeah we're literally finishing let's fucking finish it finish her finish her finish her her. uh thank you for uh thank you for coming on to the podcast and thank you for coming with me melissa and thank you for making me come stanzi it's been my pleasure (laughs) oh it's been my pleasure as well deeply (laughs) sensually and nuclearly Well, Worsties, I hope you found that conversation as stimulating as I did. That's actually what every FaceTime uh, between us looks like. And I love every second of it. Um, that being said, that is the that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you are liking these guests and uh, let me know who you would like to see on the podcast because I am curious. All right, I will see you next week.